You want to find your tribe of raving fans. And that's just what we're here to help you do. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with 360 Media, where we help entrepreneurs build better businesses by not only sharing insights and candid conversations, but by nurturing our minds as well. Get ready to explore, plan, and showcase your business, because here we go. Here's your host, Chief Strategist of 360 Media and Educator at TacticalProgram.com, Justin Lamb. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Digging Deep, where I help business owners build a better business. And today I'm being joined by these three amazing people. We just finished working with them uh, in our production division, uh, helping them create a brand marketing piece. Uh, these are the owners of APT Auto Parts. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Awesome. So um, perhaps we're, we'll maybe introduce ourselves a little bit. Uh, I'll start over here. Uh, Jim, tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do uh, here at APT. Uh, my name is Jim Abuada. I am uh, the vice president. I uh, am also a project manager. I previously was the sales manager. I uh, do quite a bit with uh, the pricing department as well. I wear a lot of hats. Cool. Go ahead and then John. Like all of us, we all wear a lot of hats. I'm the president. Um, you know, we're all brothers and sisters. So it's a family type thing. And uh, we run the operation. This a lot of things that we do, but yeah, we run the operations. Hello, I'm Susie. My name is Susie. Uh, I am officially the treasurer, but I do. Uh, I am the uh, the head of the AR department, so I make sure the money comes in so that John can spend it. <laughs> 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 Very good at that. Well, the auto parts industry is really interesting. It's uh, it's a very long-standing uh, uh, industry. Uh, and and your business is no different. Your your business is actually a generational business. Um, maybe tell me a little bit about how APT started. Well, my parents started the business back in 1980 when we came from uh, Lebanon back in the day. And uh, my dad was a dealer back back in Lebanon, and uh, he came here. That's the only thing he knew how to do. He tried to get a job. Nobody would hire him. He didn't have the the right language skills so he uh, he hit the ba the pavement you know brought in some containers from Taiwan and started uh, uh, calling on a lot of customers and people appreciated the price was way lower and he gave excellent service so uh, he started building the clientele over time cool and so it was just him like did he did, did and mom as well and mom, and mom. Yeah. so so the two of them yes. uh, did, so they were married in Lebanon and they came here yeah so we came here I was 11 she was like 10, 12, 10. 10 yeah something yeah. like that anyways and Jim was still a baby was <laughs> only one one year old yeah wow. exactly. so cool yeah oh so okay so then were you guys always located in Coquitlam where did it start like you know um, yeah, we've lived yeah. in Coquitlam the whole. We lived in Burnaby, like very close to, to, to where we are right now originally. But we moved to Coquitlam. We've been in Coquitlam for yeah. four years. The shop started, I think, on Hastings, and it went over to um, St. John's in Port Moody. Then it went over to Kingsway, and now we're here on Winston and Burnaby. So it, we moved quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so you know, working with you guys has seen the facility. It's huge. Um, but so so tell me about when you guys worked with dad um, were you guys you know how old were you when you started working with with dad and mom oh wow um, I, I started about 25 years ago so I'm, I'm not working that number back but yeah about 25 years ago uh, with, with dad and mom and uh, Jim uh, I think started a little bit after that yeah a little bit after that and I was younger, so I was helping out mom with uh, writing statements 
and doing some deliveries once in a while, but it was not official. It was just part-time whenever I was yeah. needed. And of course, we all unloaded containers with them. Yeah, we all and helped. And we all came, all we came in and helped, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the container came in and we so all we came in. we grew up in the business, really. Yeah. yeah, summer times were coming to work at yeah. ABT. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't to uh, go hang out with your friends. No. <laughs> but we'll deliver a part here and there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, family businesses are like that. Nepotism is uh, is free labor at its best, right? <laughs> so then, are your children working here? Actually, my daughter is. She just started a few months back, and her son my is. Son is. Yeah. So uh, started her kids are too, too young. Mine are too young. Going to be going to be bread for later on. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Okay, so then um, talk about when when Dad was having the business. Was it only just local? Like, did you guys already move into to different territories, or you know when Dad? was here at part of the business, um, was it only in BC? It was local and small. Yeah, yeah. very small. Yeah. And so what was the idea about, or who came up with wanting to expand um, the facility, expand the, the business in itself? Like, you know, where do you go from a small business that's local, and where do you guys decide, like, we're going to stake our, our claim in other territories, and we're going to expand and move, you know, out, out east? You know, when John uh, joined forces with my parents, uh, officially, full-time, he's the one, I give him all the credit, he is the one that wanted to expand. And he is the one that put everything on a computer and got software, and and he's the one that actually got it to expand. It was well, yeah, really we started bringing in more containers from Taiwan yeah. and get lower prices, and then we're able to give the customers those prices, and, and we're very happy with that, right? And then, you know, the, the price was, was king. Um, yeah, so we, we grew the business. Uh, for a long time, we didn't expand out of BC. We were here for 25 years before we moved in out of other territories. Yeah, cool. And so, you know, I think a lot of business owners in general, you know, they, they start off as small entrepreneurs. Taking that next step to a national company, you know, growing at that rate is, is actually um, quite daunting for, for many people. So what type of struggles did you have at the get-go in terms of trying to uh, expand? Like, what type of growing pains did you come up against, um, and, and how did you kind of overcome that? Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I think that uh, that when we moved into Calgary was definitely uh, a challenge because that was the year uh, of a big uh, big flood, and uh, and it was and it was a our grand opening, and Calgary was flooded. So downtown was closed and <laughs> underwater. So that was definitely a challenge. You know, you, in the beginning, you definitely want to get to the break-even point, and uh, it, it took a little bit of time to get there. Um, but but we had a lot of people that wanted us there. You know, we didn't move to Calgary until we had already a very good client base there. People were buying parts from here. We were shipping them to Calgary and they were wanting to support us. They were so happy we came and we wanted to be there for that. And so, uh, so we overcame that. It just, it just took a little bit of time. Oh, and then from Calgary, you guys have now opened a new facility. Tell me about that and where, where is that located? Well, we just opened the uh, Edmonton facility uh, beginning uh, at the end of 2020, basically. And we also opened a brand new warehouse in Winnipeg at the beginning of this year. So, you know, middle of COVID and all the stuff that's going on with COVID. And we, we you know, used that time wisely and were able to, to, to make it happen. It was, it was a lot of work, but uh, they're doing fantastic. Fantastic. And, you know, an expansion is actually really quite difficult, I think, uh, in, in many industries. You know, regardless of whether or not uh, times are good or bad, because an expansion means a dissolution of team, uh, decentralizing your your 
uh, heads uh, amongst different departments, amongst different locations, and then of course the different cultural boundaries and or uh, local colloquialism that, that exists there, right? You know, uh, the, the sort of the demeanor and the, the way that people do business in different states and different provinces um, all vary. So, you know, um, how did that work for you guys? You know, what, what type of things did you run up against that, you know, you didn't run up in, uh, against here in BC because you have roots here, but starting out somewhere new, you must have had some growing pains and things like, oh, well, you know, they don't quite do things like that here, but they do it there. You know, what kind of things did you guys run up into? Especially when we moved into Alberta, it's, it's truck country over there. And over here, it's not so much in BC. So the, the whole product line was very different. So we had to adjust to that. In the beginning, we brought in some parts that didn't sell, didn't move in, Al uh, in Calgary. But, you know, we adjusted and uh, we, made it, we made it work. Yeah, and we made sure we hired people that have experience in that area, right, in Calgary. So that also helps us, right? So our employees are really crucial for us. And we had we had a couple people actually move from here to Calgary, um, so we had a lot of loyal people that 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 took that opportunity. Said, "Hey, I can move to Calgary," um, uh, and and they were valuable. They they were very big pieces over here. So so the, it helped a lot that culture bringing it over there. Um, and uh, and you know they they all worked really hard. I think uh, to to help us grow. Yeah, yeah, they're still there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And so, you know, with so many different facilities and so many different, uh, you know, sort of storage areas within the organization, you know, that, that's a hefty overhead. Um, and, and any business, cash flow is king. So, you know, what type of things could you say share with people who are starting in, whether it's in automotive or any other industry where they're dealing with inventory? You know, do you have anything that you could share with people on, you know, how to manage cash flow without, you know, uh, Tanking yourself. Bug uh, Susie, bring it in. Bring it in. So how did you manage to have like, you know, to, to have millions of dollars in inventory, but still have enough liquid cash flow to also grow and scale the business and, and not burn yourself in the bow? Because I think lots of people I know, at least, you know, from a coaching sphere, um, you know, they run into cash flow issues, one, because either they're removing too much out of it, um, or they're not watching the dashboard very well. So, you know, what did you do to kind of mitigate that or do what type of, you know, fail safes that you have in play to, to make sure that, you know, cash is moving? John probably like, John, I'll probably, yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I manage, I manage the cash more, more, than, more than anyone than here. Yes, I'm always looking how much you brought in, so how much I can spend. So, yes. like, you know, uh, we work with the product manager. The product manager that started with us when he's a delivery driver before I started. He's, he's still with us. He's actually the buyer for us, and he understands the products really well. And you have to be, uh, uh, you have to control what products you bring in. Don't bring in too much. Don't bring in too little. And it's a balance. So if you bring in too much, then yeah, you're gonna have problems with cash flow. But if you bring in too little, you're not gonna get the sales. So you need to have, find that balance and uh, different markets, different products as well. Um, and then the bank has been very, very good with supportive. us. You know, yeah. we are very supportive. If we uh, show them a, a case of what we want to do and how we want to do it, uh, they, they were able to help us and grow the business as well. So yeah. a lot also, of things. Also, BDC helped us a lot. Yeah, also, sure. they supported us. Yeah. So you know, they saw that we work hard. We you know, we're, we have a good we've got plan. a good name, good business plan, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we've got a lot of support. Amazing. And so, you know, now that you're in the few different uh, provinces, what's next? What's next on the on the horizon for you guys? As, as well, we can't really say yet, but there's going to be some things coming up, I'm sure. Just we have to get uh, Winnipeg uh, rolling and be strong, 
and then we're, we're going to look at more further expansions, but we really can't say much. No, no problems. And so um, with that, I mean, technology must play a big role, you know, managing systems here and yeah. across the country. You know, what type of uh, systems are in play for you guys to ensure that, you know, you have a level of quality control, um, you know, good communication amongst your departments, you know, and then, of course, inventory management uh, across the different platforms, you know. Um, how do you use technology to your advantage in that case? I love Jamesh. He deals with it all the time. Well, our software that we currently use is actually very robust. We 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 realize that uh, after shopping around to see what other products are out there, what we have currently. Uh, takes care of a lot of our needs where where we can transfer items really quickly, uh, sales orders are done super quick, invoices are done. Uh, it, the, it, the, uh, it's very open for our, uh, our CSRs to kind of research to see more information about the parts. Um, so so we're, we're constantly trying to better it and they work with us all the time to try to uh, improve anything that we want. We see, we, if we ever see a gap of something that needs to be filled, we go, huh, let's do it. That's what keeps us going all the time. We don't stop improving. That is really what differentiates us from our competition. Uh, we always look at those opportunities, those little things where somebody had something negative-ish to say, going, hey, I bet you're not the only one. Somebody else has that problem. Let's fix it. Yeah, so you generalize it. Yeah. We always do that. And that's really important. I think um, if, if a person is listening to this uh, or watching this video, I think it's really important that they understand from a business standpoint, um, the customer always has a lot to do with you know the, the ability for our business to thrive and whatnot. And I think a lot of people fall on deaf ears when the customer says something because they go, well, you know, there maybe their pride's at stake and they're not willing to swallow their pride um, to maybe take a look at the specs and, and then work around and see, well, you know, what is my part in that deal? Uh, the fact that you guys are smaller as a company, I mean, by comparison to your next largest competitors, um, you know, you're not small by any means of a small business, but, you know, by your, your next closest competitor, being nimble is really important, right? Being nimble and being able to uh, pivot in a market where it would take many more layers for a different company with more stakeholders at play um, to, to pivot and or to do the things that you guys are doing. So it is really good that you're listening and then finding those little nuggets uh, that allow you to shift um, and then, of course, be more profitable in that, in that environment. So, you know, good for you guys for doing that. Now, if uh, the people who are listening to this um, are in new markets and they're interested in getting a hold of you guys and learning a little bit more about you, um, how are they going to find you? Like, are, are you uh, on the internet? Or are you, you know, how do they find an APT uh, auto body part? We're everywhere. Like, really, we're <laughs> everywhere. Uh, website is, uh, you know, we've got a good website uh, that, that, that you can order parts right there. You can set up a um, credit application and, and bring, and, you know, and Susie will get the credit application, and uh, we process them fairly quickly. So uh, it's really easy to find us. All you have to do is search for APT Auto Parts, or even uh, just Auto Parts, and you'll find us. And cool. we're also on Facebook, too. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, for those people listening, for people who are watching, um, I'm going to make sure that we'll put that in the links so that uh, people can access that. And uh, you know, thank you guys for really spending some time with me, uh, telling me a little bit about the business, uh, about where you guys have come, and you know, one day we'll find out where you guys are going. Um, but thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you so thank much. You. Amazing. So thank you everybody for tuning in, and we will talk to you guys next week. We want to thank you for listening to the Digging Deep podcast with 360 Media. 
Your time is valuable, and we're deeply humbled that you are spending this time with us. We'd love to connect with you. Find us on Instagram at 360photo and at Tactical Titans. You can also email us. We want to make this channel great, something you enjoy and find tons of value in. Send us your insights to info at 360photo.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us reach more listeners. As always, tune in next week as we dig deeper into business and marketing.